have let it get get, get ahead of us. Mm-hmm. The yeah. store got ahead of us. If we don't stay on top of the store, it will work us instead of us working it. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Ecom Growth Show. Do I say hi now or do I wait? I'm pretty much brain fried at this point. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Ecom Girl Show. Today, I'm super excited because we have Leanne and Nicole, the Soul Sisters, on with us. And I'm not going to give too much away in the intro, but uh, long story short, these guys own a 10,000 square foot shoe store next to a bunch of cows. And long and uh, <laughs> believe it or not, they're blowing up online, which is super cool. So we're going to hear a little bit about from a uh, little bit from them about their story of getting started and. Uh, some of the mistakes they've maybe come across and some of the things that um, you should be doing and and some things that can be really encouraging for you in your journey. Uh, welcome to the show, you guys. How are you doing? Great. We are good. Thanks we, for having us. We are so excited just to share a part of our journey, just to see if it helps anybody else out there <laughs> to just do it. <laughs> that is awesome. Leah, tell, tell them how we got started. <laughs> Hey, before um, yeah, we so, before we jump into that, I think we'd be doing our audience a disservice if they didn't hear your guys's introduction that we just heard. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> come on, we got to hear it. We got to hear it live. Time, okay. 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 So it goes like this. Hi, I'm Leanne, and I'm Nicole, and we are the Soul Sisters. Yes. <laughs> Perfect. That's so good, guys. I love that. And yeah, if you wouldn't mind just jumping into how did you guys get started? So, um, gosh, I guess about almost going on seven years ago, um, we kind of fell in our lap. The store kind of fell in our lap. Um, I previously worked, I worked for the previous owner um, as her accountant. um, And then for about four years and then went home after I had my first child, be a stay-at-home mom. Um, Nicole was home. I was a school teacher. (laughs) Yeah, she was a school teacher and then came home for a stay-at-home mom and just kind of came in contact with each other through ministry. Yeah, we go to church together. My husband's a senior pastor and Leanne does the music and we have three campuses. So we literally do life together. All the time. All the time. And the number one question is, are we sisters? Are we real sisters? (laughs) No. (laughs) (laughs) Really not real sisters. <laughs> yeah, we're not related at all. But um, so just became really good friends and like real early into our friendship. We were sort of like, let's open a store. Let's let's buy a little boutique is what we thought. A little boutique um, <laughs> and open a store together. And the previous owner decided to sell out. And Nicole, one Wednesday night at church, she was like, hey, the watermelon patch, which is what it was called, um, is selling. We should buy it. And I'm like, you're crazy. It's like <laughs> huge. Um, yeah. And so it just from there really just kind of fell in our lap. The pieces fit together. A lot of door closed, it closed but we just knew um, we put God in the center and we just knew right on that yeah. it was just meant to be. So we just kept pushing and reopening doors and closing doors that didn't need to be. And it just worked out. So I have a, I have a question. So when you guys did this, you were already pretty busy, like obviously doing ministry together in an organization with three campuses where you guys, you already had families and, and children as well. Yeah. 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 Wow. So small family. Well, I I didn't, I I had only, I guess two, I had two kids at that time. You had two. Yeah. I only had two kids. Wow. I have five now. Five kids. (laughs) Dang, that's um, awesome. So yeah, small families, but we knew we, we knew nothing about retail, really. 
Um, no, but I'm telling you, you just get out there and you figure it out. And if you have grace for yourself and laugh mm-hmm. at yourself, um, the mistakes will hit you hard some, but we have take learned to take them and make it improve who we are in our mm-hmm. thinking process. We had to be rewired in a lot of areas. Even in our walk in life, we had to be rewired mm-hmm. and we need help, a lot of help. That's why we called you guys. But also mm-hmm. like in our personal lives, like hiring um, a full time like baby's a nanny or mm-hmm. um, and even at church so we can do our responsibilities there. But it's so possible and we've been able to work, work it out and um, it's been a blessing. So, yeah, that's so awesome. But, I, I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Real quick. I just wanted to reflect back at you and make this apparent to the audience that I think a lot of people, they think they're already too far in life to, to start a business, to really grow the business of their dreams. And especially if they're already involved in other areas, maybe have families, children, but you guys were just so bold about doing it. And even just like real upfront about knowing probably can't do it alone, which is, is also another thing that comes up in a lot of these yeah. calls is realizing that to do something awesome, like it, it takes a community, right? And so you guys were not shy about bringing that community around you. And uh, anyways, just wanted to point that out because I think it can be encouraging to people who are feeling like they're beyond the time when they should be starting a business. Yeah. Because right now on social media, it's yeah, like, well, you know, all the young kids, 18 and 20 year olds starting a e-com store, but you guys obviously are are doing really, really well. So sorry, yeah. continue on with the story. No, a lot of times we, um, when we're faced with a new growth time, we ask who, who in the world is going to help us? But it's in the who that we turn into the Lord. And usually he places somebody yeah. right there through the process. And there's a lot of training, but with every growth step, there's been um, resources presented in front of us to, to grasp onto. To recognize that's the key, though. Yeah. 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 Sure. <clears throat> that's so good, guys. And I think a lot of people, uh, even in like what I'd call the secular world or people that don't necessarily believe in God, maybe they'll believe in the universe. But I think it's the idea of faith for things to be laid out in front of you, for resources to come in. And even having that mindset opens up so much opportunity in business and then recognizing when that's dropped in front of you and actually grasping onto it and taking action. Um, I think though, just the belief that that's going to happen, solutions are going to come as I grow, the right people are coming into my business. That's so important. And I love uh, just your guys' story with that and how it has, has helped you guys grow and just opened you guys up to potentially opportunities that you didn't even know existed, which leaves me to a question. When you guys, when that kind of fell in your lap, you guys bought that boutique were you guys, was it already pretty big revenue-wise, successful? Was there already online channels? Was all that going on, I guess? I want to know what was going on when you bought it in the business and then what you guys, how it's kind of morphed over the years. So we actually had to rebrand the store. Mm. And we we talked about keeping the old name because it was so established. So if you buy an established store there's jeopardy of weathering to change the name or rebrand it with a new fresh name um, because of the watermelon patch has been here for years and years and years. Um, But we found due to um, on the backside, like through brands and um, gaining new brands uh, that it was important to rebrand and get a new name because Mm -hmm. of the previous owner. Um, um, So we we decided to rebrand 
and give it a new name that represented who we are, give it a fresh intake. But that was a challenge. We're still called the old name and we're okay with it because we're proud of the old store too. Yeah. So, but for your question too, like, so it was established. It was, it had been here for 20 plus years, started out as a produce store stand real mm. small. Um, then hurricane Katrina hit in 2005 and wow. It hit us pretty good, um, even though we're pretty far inland. But um, she gradually started bringing in flip flops because we're also right on the Oklahoma River, so we have a lot. We're a big canoeing destination, nice. um, and it kind of just gra- gradually turned into a shoe store. And then after it turned into a shoe store, store she ended up opening seven stores total at the same time. So <laughs> wow. all the other stores okay. were boutique, like yeah. small shopping center boutique stores. Um, but then right before she cl- closed, she ended up gradually closing off each a little shopping center store. And then it was just this main location. And it had just really, I mean, once we got it, by the time we got it, it was empty. She had nothing else. No inventory. No, it had really um, went down. And so we kind of had to start over. It had a name. It was established, but it kind of had gotten a bad name by the end, um, gotcha. honestly. So. Yeah, which presents a lot of challenges. But from my perspective, I'm so glad you guys rebranded. Like, I love your guys' new name and branded stuff. And I hear the watermelon patch, and it doesn't have the same <laughs> pizzazz to me. It <laughs> sounds like a, yeah, it sounds like a fruit stand, which is what it totally. started out as. So. Totally. That's cool. We have See? a huge watermelon out on the highway. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, that's we kept funny. The watermelon. Yeah, we have, yeah it's, you can sit in it. And, like, it's one of the best parts of the store because, returning families take pictures in it on the way to the beach but we have a huge watermelon and a lot of people are like what's the nice. watermelon for you got watermelon in here no, no. <laughs> that's pretty cool so you guys essentially had to turn the whole business around bring in all new products set up online channels all of that yes yeah walk us through that a little bit <laughs> yeah was that hard <laughs> so um she did not, the previous owner did not do online at all um, before us. So that was a new thing. And then we didn't really in the beginning either. Like we mm-hmm. first bought into it and even like our first point of sale um, that we went into, it was like, this is not equipped for e-commerce. We're like, that's okay. Cause we're not doing it. We're not going to do that. You know, um, we're not. And so we've started out real slow in that area. Um, but yeah, just re, we kind of, you know, one thing we have learned is like to grow with the times in in the store. So, you know, COVID hit and we had to change our POS system. And that was a big monkey. And that opened the opportunity to go e-commerce. And we've seen that since our location, we knew our store. A lot of our shoppers were from like Arkansas and Texas. And we couldn't continue to get that returning um, shopper. So that geared us towards um, moving more towards the website and mm-hmm. even um, doing, you know, the, the live shows, which have been a little bit more difficult for us. And um, we, so we hit the, um, the e-commerce and so we're still getting that returning customer and they're coming more like family and we're mm-hmm. recognizing the names that hit. And um, it's really been beneficial for the rebranding process. Mm-hmm. that's cool because there's so many brick and mortar stores that want to know how to make that transition to online and even do both really well so i think it's cool that you guys are are a good example of that what percentage of 
sales come from online now as opposed to your brick and mortar? Do you guys know? Um, we're still probably only about 10%, um, maybe 10%, maybe a little bit less than that from in online. I mean, our brick and mortar still way outdoes the yeah. e-commerce side of things, but it is growing. And it's, mm-hmm. I would just say for those that do have that brick and mortar store, like we were real nervous about it. COVID, yeah. like she said, kind of made us, um, mm-hmm. and it kind of makes everybody that's in business. You're going to have to figure out how to do something, um, when the whole state shuts down, but, um, we have all our inventory on the floor. Like we don't have a warehouse, so it's all out there. So it's being shopped like right now. So we have to stay on our toes to pull like right, right when, when it comes up. Yeah. Yeah. So I would say, don't be afraid too if you don't have a stockpile, um, yeah. we're able to function 10,000 square foot of shop. We hadn't had it many issues no yeah you know every now and then every now we have like a shoe stolen or whatever that got Mm -hmm. purchased online but um it hadn't been a big bad issue yeah but i would say like even just start out slow like with it you know like if you're going to go into um e-commerce and you're real nervous about it you don't have to put your whole store like we don't and we have most of our stuff online now but we don't have everything and it's okay if you have 10 of your products instead of 100 of your products you know Mm -hmm. That's a, that. That, yeah, that's really good advice. Just start off slow with maybe your top sellers, what you know works well, and then just yeah. slowly build from there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah. let me ask this yeah. question. Uh, how many years in are you guys and what has been your biggest learning lesson? Uh, so we are about six and a half. We, we opened in April of 15. Okay. Um, so we're about six and a half years in. Um, so biggest learning lesson is, uh, you know, of course, financial (laughs) (laughs) numbers are so important. Um, so like I said, I have an accounting background, like I have a master's in accounting. I'm numbers oriented. I love it. Like that's what makes me tick. Like I love to match things and to, um, but the store can really consume you and it time, Mm -hmm. you know, the busyness of it can consume you. Life can consume you. And if you're not numbers oriented, it really probably can track, really can consume you. And so we've had a couple of learning moments where it's been like, Oh no, I can remember one um, where we came in and I, it probably had been a little bit since I had balanced some stuff. And I was like, we need, I know we're probably getting close. I need to balance all, you know, our checking account. Let's look at everything. And Nicole came in the office and I was like, shut the door. She's like, she sat down. She's like, what is it? Um, we have a thousand dollars in the bank account. <laughs> we got some loans and we got about $15,000 in bills due next week. <laughs> oh, man. Um, and so we were both like literally probably in tears, you know, just didn't know. Um, we had let it get, get, get ahead of us. Mm-hmm. The yeah. store got ahead of us. If we don't stay on top of the store, it will work us instead of us working it. Yeah. Mm. And this was one of the cases. Um, and so that, yeah, that was one of the cases. And so that was the weekend that we learned about cash flow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and how you, sometimes you just got to have cash flow. Sometimes it's not necessarily about making money. It's just about getting some cash flow to pay the bills. Yeah. Um, that's not, should not be your goal most of the time. You're not going to be staying business long that way, but that weekend it was. And 
um, we learned a lot. We did. We learned how to create cash flow. Yeah. Yeah. We yeah. had, we was like, okay, we got to have a sale. We've got to get, we've got to have this much money by Monday morning. Um, and man, the Lord is so good. He made it to a T. I'm talking about we were like in sense of what we needed. It was like, <laughs> we can make that up. That's that I think crazy. there's a difference between like, Physical numbers and God numbers. God is all about numbers and he works with the impossible. Yeah. <laughs> he oh, made those impossible numbers match. And so like we we were like, We see you different, God. He <laughs> 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 went so good. <laughs> um, but he ta- he taught us in that moment, like like she said, you guys we have to gotta stay ahead of it. And there's been moments since then too that we haven't got hit that bad. Since then, we've learned to not go that bad. But we've had impossible numbers mm-hmm. with God's numbers. Yeah, yeah. And just um, to be a good steward, we learned about stewardship and um, the responsibility of the store. Yeah. Um, like we said, it can get ahead. This store can get ahead of you, and if you're not stewarding it and directing it, other people would direct it for you. And it's important to keep um, the vibe correct mm. and in line. Mm-hmm. And so, it's it's a constant cap, like. Where are you? Where are you? How's our numbers? It's just a balance we've had to learn to. And we've learned to feed off of each other and read each other's mm-hmm. eyeballs <laughs> uh-huh. if, if we're not right. So Yeah, that's actually I was going to ask you guys about your partnership because we get this question a lot of like, how do you guys make a partnership work like being best friends? And, you know, Robbie and I have some keys that that we'll dive into occasionally. But I was curious for you guys, what what's been the the thing that's kept your guys' partnership working well and successful? Um, I think it's just, of course, the number one, it's just the Lord is just in it. Um, But just open communication. And we've had our moments. Like there's some times where um, you just, we just got to like separate for a little bit, you know, you got to. We've learned there's boundaries, um, Mm -hmm. personal time. Mm -hmm. But there's some moments where you just got to sit down and kind of hash it out. Like, what, what are you feeling right now? Like I can tell something's wrong. I can tell something's not good between us. Um, we had one of those a couple months ago, like mm-hmm. it's yeah. just kind of a sit down and feel it out. Like um, life is a roller coaster all the time. Um, just in, in your own personal life and your own personal families. Yeah. We do so much together that um, just even outside of the store that you really have to keep a check on that. Um, totally. Yeah. Yeah. That's super good, guys. It's That's just, what. Um, oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, I was just saying, always tell the truth mm-hmm. and, and what's going on and not sit and fester on it because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. your mind yeah. can create scenarios that don't even exist. Yeah. Yeah, that's so good. That's what, like our number one advice too. when people ask is just open communication mm-hmm. and even diving in deeper than the surface level sometimes and being investigative and just getting to the root of what's actually happening uh, is so important, I think, to make any partnership work. And we even do that with our our leadership team as well of just making sure we all have open communication, something bothers someone, don't let it fester, bring that up right away uh, and just, Mm -hmm. you know, get back on the same page. So I love that. Any other questions from you, Robert? Yeah, I'm trying to figure out the best way to word it. Um, But essentially, and I'll just take a stab at it. And if it doesn't come out right, then uh, I'll try again. But it sounds like one of your biggest advantages. So even the way you defined the success of your partnership, but also the success of your store and also the direction you take is sounds like at the core of it is a big component of faith. 
and just having mm-hmm. like you know something to lean on that's you know in, in some ways unconventional and i just wanted to point that out and i'm trying to figure out <laughs> figure out the question and i guess i guess the question would be is like for someone who maybe doesn't have that component cuz for you guys like if i'm looking at it from a business perspective you guys would describe it as a strategic advantage to you know being able to make the right decisions being able to uh, maintain cash flow being able to maintain a relationship and so for someone who maybe doesn't have a component of faith or or something to really be able to trust that when things are hard the solutions will come the right people will surround you i guess in that case like what would you say to them what what advice would you give them if that is a true and and again if that is a true building block of what you guys do yeah i i firmly believe that that's our foundation um every new we have a big new year's day sale and we anoint our doors our threshold and we want it to be an encounter um and we pray over our employees but we serve a simple god and just knowing i would tell someone that we serve a simple god who already knows your issues and to lean and press in into him and in the unknowing he will show you the light and to trust your gut. We have a Holy Spirit man that lives inside of us. And that, that Holy Spirit man helps guides us. And it's almost like a feeling. But um, it's, it's a pressing of how to know what steps to take. If that makes sense. Um, yeah. So take baby steps into it. And, and um, pray into it. We always pray. And um, know that God works in the impossible situations. And we've been in a lot of those. And he turns them into a victorious situation. Mm-hmm. So mm. does that answer your question? Yeah, totally. Like I there's mean, no right or wrong way. Yeah, no, that's awesome. <laughs> there's no right or wrong way. And I love yeah. like, like that's your guys' X factor. And I love so much that you guys are just bold about it. And I think a lot of people would be even nervous in the way that they would describe it. But you guys are just super bold about it. And you stand behind uh, your truth. And I think that's super, super cool. And so I know it's speaking to somebody definitely uh, listening right now. And um, if it's not speaking to somebody, maybe it's a maybe it's an opportunity for them to reevaluate the way they think about things. So it's super cool. And I just really appreciate yeah. your guys's transparency and your boldness with it, because I think in some ways it could yeah. even be uh, controversial. Some some people might even be offended. Oh, yeah. By it. yeah. So I think it's yeah. cool that you guys stand there boldly. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Mm, that's good. That's some good stuff. <laughs> that's, a, yeah, that's the good good. Cool. Well, normally we would we would end with normally we would end with like what what is your greatest advice? But I feel like that's a pretty big piece of advice. Is there anything like maybe a secondary piece of advice to that that you would give somebody uh, to encourage them in their e-commerce journey? Um, I would say be aware of your surroundings. Um, I think your surroundings is key uh, in which way your your business should go, like what's selling, what's not. Is your employees putting off the right vibe um, for the type of environment you want to create? Um, yeah. And not being so focused on social media and having your your face down in the phone. Um, relationships are, no, are key here mm. and speaking face to face and eye to eye and just be aware. Mm-hmm. Be aware of everything, your numbers, like we just said, mm-hmm. and giving back. We, we give back with our money. Um, Mm-hmm. The Lord's blessed us financially, and we want to give, 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 but just be aware. Yeah, 
And the other thing that we kind of talked about before was just to keep changing with the times and changing. And you can't stay in the old. Uh, we talked about earlier about the cash flow. Sometimes you just got to create some cash flow and get rid of that stuff because it's old and you don't need to sit on it. I know you're not going to make any money on it, but don't hold it. Mm-hmm. Don't hold it. Get rid of it and get the new stuff. Keep moving yeah. forward. That space is important. Mm-hmm. Keep moving forward. That's awesome. And to me, that really speaks to just an awesome culture that you guys have in everything you do. Yeah. And that's super cool that you guys are able to facilitate it and set priorities there. So, yeah, that's awesome. I don't have anything to add, Rob. Yeah. Well, thank you guys so much for, for hopping on. Um, listeners, uh, thank you for joining us on this wonderful journey. I hope you guys found some value. And if you did, uh, please feel free to share this if it felt encouraging Um, give it a review, do all all those things so that the word can get out. And until next time, we will catch you guys later. Peace out. Bye, y'all. Bye.